Blog Talk Radio. People, you got your one only Tony Lamar here. I'm filling in for Mr. Juan Alamon, who should be joining us shortly. I'm trying to get him on here. He's he's around here, people. I know he is. I'm sure he's going to try and get here any minute. So we're just going to talk a little bit about the show. This is it's all about the '80s, or I should call it, it's the '80s hour or so. With uh, I'm your co-host, waiting for the host. Of the most, Mr. Juan Alamon, he'll be joining us shortly. And just a real cap here is the 80s hour. So we're, we talk about what's up with the 80s. You want to know what it's like to be part of the 80s generation? Well, just tune in this show, and we'll talk about that kind of stuff. What, what, what happened in the 80s? Well, in the 80s, it was all about growing up. It, it was my year when I became a teenager. Uh, and I became an adult and became a man and a father, all in the 90s, 80s, and then, you know, it carried on through the 90s, but it's all about the 80s, and I really think we're about to bring our host on right about now, Mr. Juan Alamon. Have we got you there, buddy? You have got me here. How are you doing tonight, Tony? Doing well, man. I was holding the fort for you. I'm so glad you're here to talk about what's the subject today? What were we talking about? Something that's near and dear to me. I was a big horror movie fan. But we're not just going to talk about all kinds of horror movies. We want to talk about those slasher films of the 1980s. Do you remember how popular those became? Yeah, I, I, I was big on horror movies, too. During the same time in the early 80s, I was reading Fangoria magazine. So I was definitely into horror movies. My dad did not like me reading these comic or you know, magazines or watching horror movies in general. He had some personal <laughs> reasons why, but... I didn't. I didn't care. I watched them all, man. I mean, and the one thing about, as you mentioned in the '80s, was it. It was the slasher films. I mean, they're they're not as big as they are. They're not big now. They were back then. But you had a, a lot of horror movies in the mid, early '80s, mid '80s. It was just all about slashers. So, That's right. And what um, one of the things I really wanted to focus on is. Not so much the gory films, because I'd like to talk about that later, because gore became a bigger thing later in the 80s. But those where you had that killer that could walk behind a person that was running and still catch them, or mm-hmm. could uh, take a bullet and just stand right back up, or fall off a building and then walk away and disappear for the sequel. Those mm-hmm. are the kinds of slashers we want to talk about. Oh yeah, and there's quite a few of them in the in the early '80s. Yes. Okay. Now, just, I just want to mention is that this was the beginning of them. It started with a film in, in actually '79 that started the whole thing. What do you know? What movie that that film could it be? Do you know that one? I'm betting it's uh, Halloween. Yes, it is definitely Halloween started off. But that's just segue into the '80s, which we're really talking about our slasher films. So give us an example. Want to leave the charge well, on this? One of the ones that scared me when I was a kid, and they had a remake of it about oh eight years ago, I think now, uh, was My Bloody Valentine. This came out in uh-huh. 1981. Takes place in like a coal mining town. People are starting to disappear and die, and uh, of course the teenagers want to have a Valentine's Day party in the mine. Woo! 
And guess what happens to them? Yeah, they all die. They get mined <laughs> with the axe. <laughs> yeah, their brains get uh, mined. But it's a great movie. It's a lot of fun. Uh, good body count and a great killer. Wow. I think, I think that, that's, that's really what you need for a slasher film is a good body count, um, a killer that's believable. Uh, if it's a mystery killer, then definitely uh, it's good to keep the mystery going uh, throughout mm-hmm. the film and then at the end with the big reveal. Because that was one of the cool things about those 80s slasher films is that if it wasn't someone like Freddy Krueger or Michael Myers or uh, Jason Voorhees or Mrs. Voorhees or, you know, who you knew throughout the movie who it was, if it was someone who was in the group, it made it that much creepier because you didn't know who it was. Well, that, I, okay, here's – as I mentioned earlier, a lot of these movies I couldn't see because my dad was like – we had cable, but shoot, he knew. Uh, I never saw the original <laughs> My Bloody Valentine. I did see the remake, so I don't know how close the remake is to the original. Have you seen the remake? I saw the remake, and the remake is trash compared to the original. All right, well, I didn't like I – I didn't care for it very much, but this is one movie which I did see, and there's another one I, I won't see if we get to it. I'm just going to say, yeah, I couldn't see it because my dad prevented me, but <laughs> that was – I heard that was, that was one I was really – I remember seeing pictures of the, the guy who looked like a miner with a mask and all that stuff, and he had a pickaxe or something, right? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And then, so and then I don't, of course, he, uh, he's breaking mm-hmm. the bulbs as he's walking after people. He's like – Blowing out bulbs so it's getting darker and darker, that kind of stuff. Oh, they did that in the original, in the remake. Oh yeah, I remember that, and that's creepy. But uh, there were some really creepy, scary scenes in this movie, and uh, it, it was just you know the body count, the originality of the kills, and the creep, the creep level of not knowing who it is until the end, really made this uh, three blood drops worth good. <laughs> <laughs> Three blood drops. I'll give it two Three. quarts of blood. <laughs> Three pints of blood. But another there's, one, well, I'll give you a turn. You pick. All right. Well, there's one that I it comes to mind that I came across it, and it was a decent movie. And I, I only watched the movie because, as I mentioned earlier, Halloween had Jamie Lee Curtis, who did a string of horror movies. She ended up being named the, the Scream Queen. Her, I think this was her next movie. Before Halloween two, and that's going to be Terror Train, awesome with David Copperfield, which was a cool movie. I remember that was a pretty cool movie. I I thought it was it was like a mystery, if I'm not mistaken. I cannot re- recap the movie. I know I liked it, and I, I'm not going to watch it ever because I'm going to leave it in my past <laughs> and remember liking it for what for what it is. And I thought it was actually it holds up well. I've watched it recently. Oh really? Okay, I may have to check it um, out again. It, it does hold up well. I can I can give you the synopsis of it, or my personal synopsis of it. It starts sure. out with with a cruel fraternity prank of this geeky guy who, you know, he looks like he couldn't get a date uh, very easily. I'll put it that way. And Jamie Lee Curtis is like, "Come here, come here." But what happens is, um, uh, he he ends up getting into the bed and it's a mannequin but he thinks that it's a dead body and he freaks out and he leaves well Mm -hmm. this is their freshman year their senior year comes around and they're going to get on this train and do like this 
Halloween, you know, train trip. Well, people start dying on this Halloween train trip. Mm-hmm. And you don't know who it is because if it is the guy that they terrorized who, you know, had the nervous breakdown, you don't know what he looks like anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, see, yeah. Wow. Yeah, you don't know what he looks like. And then if you did, the killer keeps showing up in costumes because, well, they're on a, they're on a Halloween train. So mm-hmm. it is it it holds up well. The scenes with the killer and Jamie Lee Curtis near the end of the movie are great. I remember yeah. liking it. I just I just I wish I could remember most of it, but I I don't at this time. But I do enjoy uh, her movies, and I'll talk about another one later, which it just seen it just made me ball laughing. As a matter of fact, I'm gonna look it up and see if it was online because I'm gonna share it with you. So okay. uh, go ahead about your your next favorite. Uh, one of my next favorites has to be uh, Happy Birthday to Me. Happy Birthday to Me was um, uh, was another slasher film yes. of, of 81. And um, the famous scene was the yeah. one where the guy is uh, sitting there and he's, he's with the killer. We don't know uh-huh. it's the killer. We don't know who he's with. But uh, they're eating kebabs. And she stabs the kebab through his head. Now that was a great kill, my friends. Well, okay, okay. I'm glad you brought that up, okay? Because here is here is my problem. I've never seen Happy Birthday to me, and I'll tell you why I didn't see this movie. Because I'm gonna ask you, <laughs> okay, My Bloody Valentine. The poster looks like something related to My Bloody Valentine. You know, bloody mm-hmm. finger. You know, you know, it has that theme to it, right? Halloween, yeah. pumpkin, Halloween, da da da. Happy Birthday to me has a picture of a dude with a kebab down his throat. That has nothing. It, it, it didn't say anything about birthday at all to me. I don't know. I might well, be nitpicking, but I'm 11 years uh, years old, and <laughs> I'm uh, back in these days. You know, I judge a book by its cover. <laughs> so, <laughs> so if they can't get the poster right, I have no interest in the film. And that was an example of Happy Birthday to me. I haven't seen it. I never seen the movie. Never seen it. It's a, it, it's it's a great kill kill movie. It really is. It has a high body count, has uh, a couple of mysteries throughout it, so you don't know who the killer is, because when it starts, uh, they're all kids. Mm. And then they're like teenagers, uh, and it it plays well. I think it would hold up. I haven't watched it in a long time, so I don't know. But it, it's got a good body count. It's got very, very original kills which always interested me. I mean, I'm not, like, going to go kill people. But uh, I, I enjoy watching original ideas on film. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, I, I, yeah, it, yeah, I'm listening. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, and that one had a lot of good original ideas, just as My Bloody Valentine, the original, did. Uh, just lots of real cool ideas. Of, of how to off people and make it more personal because when you have slashers typically when a slasher has a more personal reason than just just because yeah and we could get well, we could get a little bit into that later but you know we can talk about our films and things like that but honestly when it comes down to a slasher there's usually a reason they're slashing the way they do 
Yeah, well, that was the whole point of it, right? I mean, it, it just had to be the, the shock value, the slasher, the monster. And, dude, I re, um, so I'm sorry. I got a little sidetracked because I was looking at my notes here. So, uh, <laughs> okay, I mentioned my next one, the one I, I was, I was going to Go talk ahead. about. The one I was going to mention is the uh, prom night, prom night. Another one oh, was Jamie. Yeah. Came out in the same year, 1980. <laughs> now, the part I thought was so funny because it said, like, disco was still kind of in, but it was going out. I just remember in the scene where the, the killer chopped off this dude's head in, like, middle of the stage for all, of all the people dancing. And the disco lights going off. And I just could not stop laughing. I thought it was so silly. But uh, <laughs> that, it just burned in my mind. And I think Leslie Nielsen's in this movie, if I'm not mistaken. Really? Yeah, I, I'm almost certain he's in this movie. But that's that's uh, this is before Airplane, <laughs> so he was. T- I know he's being serious. I think, I'm, uh, matter of fact, I'm 100 percent right. I just confirmed it. Yes. Okay. This is Nelson, it was in Prom Night, but definitely, uh, it was a good movie though. But I just remember that part being a little cheesy. I couldn't stop laughing on that particular particular movie. <laughs> but Prom Night is a good movie. It is. Uh, I, it is. And they had another. They had a remake of that one as well. Yeah, I never seen it, but I know of it. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a bit different. They do it. They do it a bit differently, but it's all right. It's not bad. Um, another one I want to talk about, and I've seen recently, is The Fun House. <laughs> it came out. Yeah, it came out in 1981, um, and it was creepy it's still creepy to watch this movie uh when uh the the carnival the the geek the barker or whatever you call him he's out mm-hmm. and he goes he's very deadpan and he's like if you dare enter the fun house you will be scared to death blah 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 and uh this guy plays three different characters in the movie mm-hmm. which i think is yeah. kind of Strange, to say the least. Well, uh, because, well the, go ahead. Yeah, now, I was going to say that. I mean, you're on. This, this is the movie that got me in trouble because I was starting to watch it, and my dad yanked me off of it, and I'm to this day I still haven't seen it. Cause I'm actually scared I might get in trouble, so I haven't <laughs> seen I haven't seen Funhouse yet, but I wanted to. But I remember looking at some of the pictures on Fangoria of the monster, how it looked all deformed and everything. I remember seeing that, but uh, that's about. That's all I know about uh, Funhouse. But I know it's cool, though. I do know that. I should watch. Man, man I want to do some rebellion. I'm about to watch all these old horror movies just to, to get back my youth. I'm going to call your dad. Don't you do that. Don't you do that. <laughs> but, yeah, the Funhouse, uh, not not a high count for bodies because uh, it, it's only a limited amount of people in the Funhouse. But it's just creepy because there's a, a few scenes where the young lady who's our main femme fatale is in the fun house and she's told her brother that she's going to a movie and it's her little brother. And he's like, he, he's, he knows where she's sneaking off to, to the carnival and he wants to be there too. And uh, he sneaks out and he goes to the carnival. And of course he's scared to death because he saw his sister go in the fun house, but never come out. Yeah. It's yeah. It's something to say about that. And, uh, and um, Funhouse is one that I, I do want to check out. And there's another one that I I have to admit that I was a little afraid to see it. 
Mm-hmm. And again, it's because of the poster. <laughs> <laughs> you and your that poster. Would be, yeah, well, come on. You got to keep in mind, I'm like 10, 11 years old at this time, and, and cable was brand new. <laughs> so, you know, you see the poster in the – because back then, they had like your TV guide. Not like your TV guide. They had like a – you get a monthly booklet of what's coming on cable. You know? They, I they remember the HBO guide. Yeah, the HBO guide. So they show the poster or a scene from it, and there's a film called Maniac that looked crazy. And the thing uh, – and I just, it goes back to how my mind was thinking that I didn't want to see the movie because it was a picture of a woman's head got cut off. And I did not want to see that. You know, that's, I didn't want to see someone get her head cut off like that with a knife. It was like, it was like sitting there just gnawing it off, you know, and, and it, and it did kind of freak me out. I've never seen the film. I still haven't seen it. And I'm pretty sure it's pretty cheesy 80s you know, slasher movie. So it probably wouldn't be that bad, but just the image of it was enough to, to scare me away. It did. It did. It was good. Maniac nah. was good. Of course she was safe. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, I mean, and I haven't seen it recently, so I don't know if it holds up. You know, uh, because you're, you're talking about a 10, 11-year-old kid saying, yep. this is good, it scared me, when, you know, 10, 11-year-old kids still have nightmares from time to time about it's grandma true. giving them a kiss with her and her mustache rubbing their face, you know? Dang. So. That's <laughs> <laughs> but um, another film we haven't talked about, uh, wildly popular, uh, and kind of, and got a couple of sequels. Sleepaway Camp. I have seen this movie. I have seen Sleepaway Camp. That it is, uh, yep, something else. It is just if you haven't Confusing. seen Sleepaway Camp, yes. If you haven't seen Sleepaway Camp, watch it. I bet it still holds up today. It's probably, it's probably, you know what? By today's standards, it's probably insensitive. We what? If by today's standards, I bet they'd consider it insensitive. It's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Gen- so gender, uh, transgender, whatever. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wasn't gonna tell them where to go. I spoiled a movie from freaking uh, thirty-seven years ago. <laughs> Damn you, Tony. <laughs> Damn Spoiler. you to hell. Spoiler alert. Yeah, we'll throw it up there. Yeah. Decent movie, though. I mean, it's, 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 it, I mean, it had a following. I mean, and it, back then, it's very easy to make sequels. And then again, not really, because how many did they make of the um, Sleepaway Camp? I think four? Um, yeah, maybe? three or four. I think three. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. But uh, well, we yeah, haven't talked about the granddaddy of them, though, of, of all these slasher films. Slasher films? All right. Give me the granddaddy. Well, okay, from my point of view, now I'm not a big fan of the series, but it dominated the slasher films throughout the 80s, and that'll be the Friday 13th movies. That, you, you are correct. It's the grandma and the son of, of slasher <laughs> films. Uh, yes. With Mrs. Voorhees, and then of course Jason taking the helm uh, throughout mm-hmm. the the remaining the remaining I should say what eleven sequels. I don't know how many they're up there now, but without the whole point, it is the first series I know that actually say we're going to try to make thirteen of these movies because looking back now, yeah, it's not very expensive to make a horror movie. It's one of the most expensive films to make are horror films. 
you know, I mean, shoot, you spend maybe, you know, a million dollars on some of these projects. This is a lot of money back then, but come on, man. I mean, it, they make their money over the weekend, and they just keep pumping them out, and that's what they're doing. It seemed like almost had one almost every year. In, what in the, future beginning. famous star uh, was in the first uh, Friday the 13th? Oh, can you pass me some bacon, please? Oh, points for just being cute about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Kevin Bacon, and uh, he gets a machete through the throat, doesn't he? Or through the chest? Uh, arrow through the neck. He gets oh, an arrow okay. through the neck. That's from the from from the bed. From underneath the bed. Yeah. That was uh and that was the one thing about Friday thirteenth movie. They they had the most craziest kills. <laughs> I've never seen a guy in a wheelchair rolling down the stairs with a freaking machete in his head. <laughs> yeah. But that was pretty awesome. <laughs> it was just, that was the whole point of them, like the the craziest kill. I know there's a video out there of all of Jason's kills and I guarantee have a couple of drinks and it becomes comical. It it just becomes comical, but not as comical as Friday Thirteenth Three D. <laughs> oh man, everything Three D was horrible because they made a point of like pointing things at, at the camera, like uh, someone would find like a stick on the ground and go, "Is this the stick you wanted?" And they point it straight out, and then of course people in the audience are like, "No." Nah, nah, nah. You're gonna oh, no, he's showing the eyeball. Shit. I remember he's showing the eyeball. Look, see? <laughs> the camera, the eyeball just comes out of the screen. Oh, yeah, I do. I remember all that. I do. It was terrible. And I think that's the first one where Fred, I mean, Freddie, where Jason wears the hockey mask in part three. In part three, where... yes. He yeah. got it from Shelly, I think, was the guy's name. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. But my favorite in, of all the slasher films, and it was just my type of humor, is going to be the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Yeah. I, 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 I really got into Nightmare. I did from the very first one. And even, even part two is kind of, uh, but they made it with three and four. Now, two was kind of cheesy. They lost focus, and then they got back on track on three and four. But Nightmare on Elm Street, because it took the whole slasher into a no, whole nother realm, because before Nightmare on Elm Street, it's just the killer was, was revenging, you know, it was an actual physical person, you know, it wasn't something yeah. that, you know, it, they went, they took it a step further by making a slasher movie, but in your dreams. Now, that's nuts. That, yeah, I I love that, and that's why I got so into it because now we're dealing with like, okay, this is horror now, something you can't escape. Because I always thought it was silly how they can run, but they fall, and the, somehow the, the the killer can walk up and just take them out. You know, tell you, but that's what frustrated me of those. But when Freddy came out, oh ho 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 ho, you know it was real or not? I dug it. Oh yeah, he did, and it was freaking awesome. It's freaking awesome. Well, Another thing I liked about Freddy was the originality that they put into the entire series. Not just the first one, definitely not the second one. They did have some good kills in the second one, but I mean, overall, mm-hmm. the originality was great. 
Um, I mean, the the idea that if you're in a, you die in your dream, you're dead, or that um, you grab something in your dream and you bring it out, you actually brought it out, and that was really cool. Yo, just look at some of the sequence. It, it did get a little silly later on, but I'm fine with that. But I just got such a kick out of just the fact that he'll like the girl had a problem, eating disorder, so that's what her how she died and having an eating disorder. I, it was awesome. Just got a kick out of it. I thought oh, as an example, or was another one. A kid couldn't hear. So he he was he, Jason gave him something. Not Jason. Frey gave him some ears and, and blew his brains out. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. I Originality. Go it's just crazy, you know. What I'm saying? It's just I loved it. I I loved it. Now here's a trivia question. Okay. This film I'm came ready. out in 1984. This oh. film had lots of controversy because over what type this killer was dressed as. Can you name this movie? <laughs> ho 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 silent night <laughs> deadly night yes could you imagine kids in 1984 this film was actually being banned in certain parts of the country because the killer was Santa Claus or a guy was dressed like Santa Claus it, it, it was ridiculous I never seen this movie uh, so I don't know much about have you seen this movie silent night deadly night once again my parents failed me there and I did watch it yes <laughs> I shouldn't well, tell say me, that. What, what, what was it? I mean, look as an adult now. Do you see why it was such a controversy? Was it just because he was dressed like Santa Claus, or was there something more that happened in the story that I, I maybe no, not? I don't remember. It's just because he was dressed like Santa Claus, and people want to find something to complain about. They, they it's the same people who say that um, that. You know, Christmas is all about Jesus, but we give each other presents instead. And then we, we dress up like Santa Claus to make ourselves feel better about giving these presents to ourselves. So then they tie religion with Santa Claus. And if you put Santa Claus in a position where he's killing, that would be like religion killing, right? Or Jesus killing or God killing. Mm. And 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 the the people didn't like that. They didn't like that concept. And I mean, sue me if you don't like it, but I don't agree with that. I, I, I mean, a film is a film. That's all it is. It's entertainment, especially when it's a guy dressed like Santa running around with an axe. Mm. Yeah, and that, that's the okay. thing that it's just find reasons to not like film just because it's a little different. And that's all film is meant to do that. And you, you have to take chances. You got to challenge it because it gets redundant of the same horror, so why not go after another holiday? That's what Halloween was all about. They picked Halloween, you know, so they picked, you know, prom night. It, yep. it was inevitable. It was inevitable that someone had to do something around Christmas, so I, I still don't see what the big deal is. Even hear what you're saying, it's, it's just it's the sign of time they're freaking out or something silly. But the one thing, that there's a, then they start going, oh, here's a film that maybe you can tell me a little more about. Uh, okay. It's called Summer Party Massacre. <laughs> oh, Slumber Party Massacre. That was another <laughs> film that was that one wasn't good then, doesn't and probably if it wasn't good then then it probably doesn't hold up. You know what I mean? Uh, 
But, well, no, uh, here's the thing: it, it, if you look at the poster, and I, if you look at a lot of the poster from the '80s, it's it's pe- men slaughtering women, and even on the posters, it's just it's just. I got oh, man. That was my only problem with some of these posters was it's just like there's all they're doing is killing women. Is all every poster is you know we're, we're stalking women, we're killing women. I I'm not trying to make it political, but it just it, I got bored. Cause that's all I can go after. You know, I can name one movie with a guy on the poster. It was the, you know, a man, and that's gonna be a happy, uh, happy birthday to me. Other than that, as always, a woman on the cover being chased, or you know, whatever. Sorry. Yeah, or, or unless it's the killer who is a guy, uh, is on the cover, like like Nightmare on Elm Street or Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yeah, otherwise, yeah, you're right. It was a lot of. Uh, a lot of, I mean, for for lack of better words, misogynistic posters of of men domineering women or destroying them. One of the two. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you're you're yeah. right about that. And it, it's, I did notice that even then, it's just like that's all they're doing. Like, um, I remember a movie called Visiting Hours was set in a hospital. I thought that was gonna be pretty cool, but then again, it was just the same thing, you know. Someone chasing a woman throughout the whole hospital, killing everybody in their path. But hey, what can I say? It was it was a sign of the times. Can you name who there's there's a big celebrity in the visiting hours? You know what film I'm talking about? The one in the hospital? No. Visiting hours. That's an that's that's original to me. Uh wait a minute, wait a minute. Did did the hospital have like uh it was like a skeleton in lights? Yes, in the poster. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, I remember that then. Um, I don't think it was, but Gene Simmons. No, no, he was in a movie called was it Trick or Treat? I think it was in that one. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, no, this has William Shatner in it. William Shatner was in Visiting Hours, really? Yep, yep, yep. Hmm, Definitely. Very interesting. I like. Yeah. I like. Another one uh, that you can't do anymore because of cell phones and all that. And you can't do a lot of these anymore because of cell phones. But he knows you're alone. Is that the one where he's killing, like, brides or something? I don't remember. Uh, It was – it's like – yeah, yeah, he's killing brides. Yeah, I've never seen it. It was weird. <laughs> it didn't do so well. I mean, as far as like Rotten Tomatoes and all that, but you know, it's got it's got your thing, or it's got what we want: the serial killer, a body count, an original body count, things like that. But um, let me see, what else? What else? Their maniac, of course, which was good. Um, Friday Thirteenth. Yep, and then the Halloweens. They made a couple of those in yeah. um, Halloween Two, which is still one of my favorites. Yep. Now Halloween Two is really good. Yeah. Oh, I love Halloween Two. I, I definitely that's one of my favorite horror movies. Um, so on the same path of the what was it called? The Summer Party Massacre. They had another one that came out shortly after, which was, oh my goodness, I just had the Sorority House Massacre. 
but just just another. <laughs> <laughs> I just like the fact that this guy, the posters, you no, know, he's standing outside the window with a knife, looking up at a woman getting naked. You know what, man? I would think life is not that bad. You gotta see here. <laughs> There's a woman half naked in front of you, man. You're like, maybe I should think twice about this, but nah. Yeah, I think I'm going to go ahead and, and, and uh, take her out. That's those movies. That's what I got from those films. Wow. Oh, you know yeah. what I just uh, just found out? Tell me. I was, doing a, I was doing a little bit of research, and one of the members of the He Knows You're Alone cast is Tom Hanks. Oh, if you asked me, I would have guessed that on trivia, because I do remember that he's in that movie. I would have remembered that. I, yeah. I did. I did not remember that at all. I just I was um, looking at this, and then I saw a picture, and I was like, "That looks like Tom Hanks." Yeah, well, that's what they did back then. He wasn't a big star, so when the, when he became a big star, they repurposed the poster and put him on there because Tom Hanks, and he has like a small role in it. He's not like one of the main characters. I think he dies. I think that was pretty early. Pretty early. <laughs> But the fact is that, that you know, hey, we got to put Tom Hanks on there. He's he's he's, he's in that movie Splash. We got to put him on the cover. Get him on there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another one that was very strange. Uh, had had a decent body count, but I mean, really out there was Motel Hell. Do you remember that? It came out in 1980. Oh, Motel Hello. Oh, went out. Started blinking and it's called Motel Hell. I remember that movie. I remember watching it on my big uh, 27-inch TV. Color TV. Whoa, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> was it color? It was color. All three colors. The green, blue, and red. Man, it was awesome. <laughs> awesome. I just remember that these people um, would turn people into sausage or something. And yep. I remember a scene where they're like buried in the ground and had some hematizing them or whatever, which I didn't understand why they were doing it. It just looked weird. And then I do remember at the end of the big battle, he wore a pig head, which was cool. Yeah. I do remember that. And, and that, the old that, guy that, was kind of famous. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just don't have his name. But yes, he and the wife was, uh, uh, what's her name? From um, Porky's. The Porky. the teacher, the one, the Bob Bricker, whatever her name is. The, um, yeah, Bob Bricker. Bob Bricker, yes. She played the wife in that movie. <laughs> yes. It dude, was Roy yeah. Calhoun, wasn't his name? Sounds right. Uh, that sounds right. I think so. But another one I wanted to talk about is, says 1980, IMDB says 79. I'm going to talk about it because my sister and I, were scared to death of this movie because of a few scenes in it, and it was called Silent Scream or The Silent Scream. That sounds really familiar. Yeah, I, I Silent Scream. I don't know. Oh my goodness! I ah, I know the title. Well, tell me, remind me of this one. Okay, Silent Scream. The Silent Scream. Um. It says, uh, during her first semester of college, a co-ed finds uh, housing at a seaside manor following the death of a fellow student. She becomes entangled with a murder mystery surrounding the property and its secret, secretive tenants. 
And the tagline is Tear is so sudden, there is no time to scream. Silent scream. I'd like to see a trailer on that one just to. And you have to check out that trailer. I kind of got this one confused uh, by the title alone with another kind of slasherish movie, but doesn't appear on a slasher film thing because it's a Chuck Norris movie. And it's called Silent Rage. Oh, Silent Rage. Silent Rage. Wasn't that, that a good movie? That was cool, and I like the fact that the guy who was the villain in that movie was the same guy who played uh, Michael Myers in the first Halloween. Brian Libby? Yeah, I think that's his name. That's awesome. Can, I did not know you that. Can, you might have to double check my work, but I'm almost certain. I'm going, by, I'm going by complete memory right now, people. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely um, going by memory. But um, Silent Rage starts out, I mean, just completely with the, with Brian Libby going on a murderous rampage because these kids are in the yard screaming and he goes out and just axe murders everybody. And then, of course... Because he gets sleep. I'm trying to get some sleep. Yeah. And then he goes out, axe murders everybody. And then Chuck Norris shows up, karate kicks him and shoots him. And then Ron Silver decides to make a science experiment out of him and makes him an indestructible human, but he's made a complete psychopath indestructible. Go figure, that wouldn't go wrong. That is absolutely wonderful. (laughs) It's like, you know what, let's not bring back a uh, someone who does well, like save the environment or a doctor. Let's bring back a guy who actually acts some kids and bring him back to life. (laughs) (laughs) You mean he asked them some questions? Oh, no, 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 no. He hatcheted the, the, the them. <laughs> and he's, just, he's just perfect for it. He's perfect for the job. So we're going to hire him. For but one thing I do like is that it stars Flounder from Animal House. Yes, he's in that one. Yes. <laughs> Definitely. Oh, man. But the 80s was so good for those outlandish uh, slasher flicks. I mean, we haven't even talked about the the movies that came along later, like the zombie movies and those that made uh, gore so big in the late 80s. I mean, this is just when you had the killer, the slasher, who had an agenda. Yes. You know? Revenge. And revenge. Revenge is a dish best served with an axe. <laughs> or a chainsaw, or a machete, or a drill, or, or a drill. Yeah, there you go. What else did he or, use? Um, Pickaxe. Well, Jason, Jason used just about everything. In one movie, he picks up a woman in a sleeping bag and slams her <laughs> against the tree. <laughs> See, that's what I'm talking about. You just watched that video of all of Jason's kills. And they're comical. They, I mean, it, sorry. I mean, yeah, someone's dying, but it's just still, it's just funny to me. I'm sorry, people. It's, it is. It's just, <laughs> I remember a movie from, was it 1979 called Prophecy? Mm-hmm. You ever seen it? And, and this poor lady or person was in a bag. Uh, wow. And the prophecy, she's like running in the, like in the, in the, 
in the uh, sleeping bag, and the prophecy mm-hmm. just boom hit her and flew across the room, and hit a tree, and like all the fluff came out of it. I thought it was comical. <laughs> it's just, it's like... <laughs> in researching for this, another thing I noticed, uh, besides of course the slasher wanting to get revenge, was that uh, and something you mentioned was that women were pretty much pivotal in getting naked or uh, getting killed, one of the two, or usually both. Well, yeah, and, and, and there's reasons for that, too, and I, I, I'll be happy to touch on that. You know, and Well, one I was going to mention that I'd never heard of before until I did research for this was called Fatal Games. came out in 1984. And the tagline is, well, not the tagline, but the description is a mad javelin thrower kills teenagers in the school. All promising athletes are executed in the most brutal way, especially naked girls in a dressing room. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's the description. No, it does not say it plus the, the naked girl part. No, they don't. Are you serious? Yes, it does. I mean, yes, it does. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh my goodness, was, that's hilarious. I mean, we talk and, about sensitivity nowadays, and how you know, we on one hand, we say, Well, we can't do this today because it's not sensitive, you know, we can't say this word or we can't do this or that. But then they show people getting uh murdered on Facebook, and they show um movies where um people are getting decapitated or videos of uh, of you know just people getting hit by cars and things like that that happen around the world and people just upload them yeah. but we're more sensitive now and what was rated R then would probably be considered comical now Oh yeah, definitely. No, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. You know, I'm not disagreeing at all. That's exactly yeah how, how you should see these movies. And and, I, and if you look at horror movies today now, they're not they're not the same. Now they're trying to do like those found footage and they're supernatural. You know, so you get to, like the Exorcist stuff. I mean, it gets recycled. Now I'm sure yeah. down the line they'll they'll the, the slasher films will come back and it's just. It's a genre that will come back just like for a while. It was all about zombie movies. That's exactly they, what they, I was going to say. Yeah. You know, it, it, they flooded right. the market. Even my film, I was upset when I did my movie because I was doing, I was starting my film before the, the zombie bad started becoming big again. By the time my film was ready, it was like, it's zombie this, it's zombie that. I'm like, man, I'm like, now I'm like everybody else. So, yeah, it will come back around. The slasher films will come back, but they'll make a twist to it. So we'll do it a little bit different. And carry it on, but just in the '80s in general, it, it, they sold it because an in international market people want to see white American women. I'm not, I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just I'm just saying that's what sold outside the United States international market. They want yeah. to see blood, boobs, and babes. That's that's in what that you order. all in that or exactly. Now, if you see if you see all these movies that we're talking about. You'll see why. That's why they're on the poster. That's why they're, you know, scantily clad. You know, like, ooh, look, they're in the night, but there's a guy with a blade next to her. You know, you know, they yeah. they sold it. You know, it's hard, but you're going to see some titties, guys. 
you know, you want to see that. And I have to admit, I I was I was you no know, teenager, so you know, I don't see boobs on the regular. So I'll I'll take a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, another thing about uh, or another film that I, I saw and it, it, it is comical, but the death scenes really stand up is pieces. Have you ever heard of this movie? I heard of it, and I know the poster like a chainsaw, and, and I think uh, there's actually a woman in pieces in the poster. Yeah. Yeah, I, well, I, I do remember. I yeah, you gotta remember, I, used to, I used to run a video store, too, so I, that's why I know a lot of these movies, and I may not have seen it, but yeah, I, I know that. I do know that one. But this is Crazy. about, uh, so, yeah, someone who's killing women to make the perfect yep. woman uh, out of uh, pieces. So it's, it's, yeah, it's something else, but it has out of nowhere, this, this is what kind of killed it for me because out of nowhere, this Asian guy shows up and apparently he knows karate really well. And this really? woman, and this woman, yes, really. And this blonde woman knows karate better than him. And they go into a big fight with nunchucks and everything in the middle of this fight. And it has nothing to do with the killer. You're stunned, aren't you? I can tell by your silence. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was it was something else. Hello. I think I have gone dead. Tony, can you hear me? Hello, Bixby.
Oh, cancel. All my nice.